Hello everyone, welcome back to Poems of Dreams. We're going to start this episode with pearls. Margaritae significant lacrimarum flumen. Pearls signify a torrent of tears. Sayest thou on her dishevelled hairs, fair pearls in order set. Believe, young man, all those were tears by wretched wooers sent. In mournful hyacinth and rue, that figure discontent, which, when not warned by her view, thy cold neglect each one, congealed to pearl and stone, which precious spoils upon her, she wears as trophies of her honour. Ah, then consider what all this implies. She that will wear thy tears would wear thine eyes. See these pearls that long have slept. These were tears by Nayada wept. For the loss of Marinelle, tritons in the silver shell, treasured them till hard and white as the teeth of amphitrite. Interesting. The next is phantoms. To dream of phantoms means silently you are flitting around. There's a foreboding and an evil approaching. I'm not sure what it means to dream of phantoms now, but that's what it was in 1855. We meet as men see phantoms in a dream, which glide and sigh and sign and move their lips, but make no sound, or if they utter voice, tis but a low and undistinguished moaning, which has no word nor sense of utter sound. They shall be told, ere Babylon was dust, the major's Zorusta, my dead child, met his own image walking in the garden. That apparition, soul of men, he saw. For no, there are two worlds of life and death. One, that which thou beholdest, but the other is underneath the grave. Where do inhabit the shadows of all forms that thing can live? Till death unite them and they part no more. Dreams and the light, imaginings of men, and all the faith creates all of desires, terrible, strange, sublime, and beauteous shapes. There thou art, and dost hang, arriving shade, mid whirlwind people mountains, all the gods are there and all the powers of nameless worlds, vast, sceptred phantoms, heroes, men, and beasts, and demogorgon, a tremendous gloom. The vision that before her shone, through all the maze of blood and storm, is fled, twas but a phantom form, one of those passing Rainbow dreams, half light, half shade, which fancy beams, 
Paint on the fleeting mist that roll, in trance or slumber, round the soul. And now we shall move on to rain. To dream of rain is destruction in love. These weeping skies, these weeping skies, they weep so much that I weep too, and everything like Mary's eyes, around, above, below, looks blue. Such days as these will never do. My muse can never soar again. Her wings are wetted through and through. She tries to fly, but all in vain. Oh, skies that weep so much will kill the muses and their servant love. Their home is on the sunny hill, where naught is blue, but heaven above. How beautiful is the rain after the dust and heat in the broad and fiery street. In the narrow lane, how beautiful is rain, how it clatters along the roofs, like the tramp of hoofs, how it gushes and struggles out from the throat of the overflowing spout. Across the window pane, it pours and pours, and swift and wide with a muddy tide, like a river down the gutter roars. The rain, the welcome rain. Rainbow is next. To dream of a rainbow is a promise. And it can also mean um, an omen to watch. Be careful of your money. Watch what you're doing with your money. <laughs> so it kind of depends what else is in the dream to what a rainbow means. Triumphal arch that fills to the sky when storms prepare to part. I ask not proud philosophy to teach me what thou art, for faithful to its sacred page, heaven story builds thy span, nor lets the type grow dim with age that first spoke peace to man. Look upon the rainbow and praise him that made it very beautiful. It is in the brightness thereof. And the hands of the Most High have bended it. Where shall we seek a symbol for the fair soul of that woman who suffers much, yet ever looks up to God, who, however, she may weep and bleed within, ever appears calm and smiling to the world, and who can neither be agitated nor darkened by the storms of life, where but in heaven there bends a rainbow, the clouds and winds break it not. It bemeth ever in the light of its sun, its drops become beautiful hues, and it reposes in heaven as the gleaming morning dew of a lovely day. Next we move on to seashells. To dream of seashells is a journey beyond the sea, a long journey, or it's possibly a reminder of things that have long passed or returning into your life, which may be a good thing or a bad thing. Of, of pearly you, within, and they that luster have imbibed in the sun's palace porch, 
where, when unyoked, his chariot steel wheel stands midway in the wave, shake one, and it awakens, then apply its polished lips to your attentive ear, and it remembers its august abodes, and murmurs as the ocean, murmurs there, that poem's just about the, um, listening to the sea, when you put the shelter in, you can hear the sea, the next one, Concha Willeris, where erst the sea waves gentle swell, in murmurs met my ear, the sorrows of the breathing shell I heard, and yet I bear, t'was melting Venus stored with sighs of love, this tender token, and never its sweet sympathies shall cease till it is broken. I dreamed last night you brought me shells, great shells of chocolate and pearl. Oh, those long cones with open bells, use to put emerald locks in curl. And large white cups with scalloped rim, cut out like waves so sharp and fair. And if the sea had willed, though lost, their mother's mark they still should bear. Serpents and snakes, to dream of a serpent or snake back then was said to bring about something brutal, ill-natured, treachery from man, treachery from someone. A snake coiling and twisting back then was sickness and imprisonment. Killing them was an omen of victory and success. Snakes today, they are a sign that, well, they can mean fertility, actually. Um, and they are quite positive, our snakes. Snakes are very cunning, for example. And it's sort of, they come to you as to warn you that someone is doing you dirty behind your back. So listen to it when it comes. A treading on serpents, you will overcome your enemies. And in my day, me thought I went to search out what might there be found. And what the sweet bird's trouble meant that thus lay fluttering on the ground. I went and peered and could descry, no cause for a distressful cry, but yet for her dear lady's sake, I stooped, methought, the dove to take. When lo, I saw a bri bridge, on the bridge a bright green snake, coiled around wings and neck, green as the herbs on which it couched, Close by the dove, its head it crouched, and with the dove it eaves and stirs, swelling its neck and she swivelled hers. I woke, it was the midnight hour, the clock was echoing in the tower, but though my slumber was gone by, this dream it would not pass away, it seemed to live upon my eye, and thence I vowed, this selfsame day, with music strong and saintly song, to wander through the forest bare, least aught unholy linger right there. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on now to the next poem. And remember, it's not a bad sign to dream about um, snakes. It used to be, but it's not now. 
The next is tree. If you dream of a flourishing, vigorous tree, it's a sign of good fortune and happiness. If it's a tree that's lying on the ground, that's unloved and dead, then this is a sign of broken love or broken marriage, such things like that. The dream of the Odenwald. A tree stood in the Odenwald, with many a blooming bough, and there I had a true love once. Where is my true love now? A wild bird sat amid the flowers, from eve to early dawn. We sat beside the tree for hours, yet still the bird sang on. Still seated by the linden tree, beside the running stream. Oh, dearest, have I been by thee, or was it all a dream? And when again I sought the tree, upon the ground it lay. Another lover held thy hand, the dream had passed away. And here I stand in Switzerland, far from the bird and thee. Around me lies the drifting snow, and all, all is sad to see. Oh, it's quite sad, actually. <laughs> the next is voices. So dreaming of voices that call out to you. It's about, well, back then it was about someone was willing to show you their trueness in love. This, the poem is, And as the noble Moringa slept by a garden wall, he dreamed that from the heaven above he heard an angel call, Awake, awake, thou Moringa, and hasten for thy life, the very day so far away, for knife and weds thy wife. <laughs> the next poem. Voice after voice hath died away, once in my dwelling heard, sweet household name by name have changed, to grief's forbidden word, from dreams of night on each I call, each of the far removed. And waken to my own wild cry, Where are ye, my beloved? In the silence of the midnight, When the cares of the day are o'er, In my soul I bear the voices Of the loved ones that goes before. And they, words of comfort whispering, Tell they'll watch on every hand, And I love, I love to list, Voices from the spirit land. But here my living life returned, I heard and in my soul discerned, two voices in the air. And that's the end of this part, guys. Thank you for listening to Poems of Dreams and many blessings.